1: Always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience Podcast. It is I, your host, not that ninja Dev. It's your boy Delvin Cox, host of the Delvin Cox Experience. I'm hosting the podcast this week. Dev is out because Dev ate too much turkey or something like that. Triple Finn is messing him up. But we are still doing a podcast because we are not going nowhere. Uh-uh. The macho man says that a podcast must be done. So this week, as always, my L- Miss Elizabeth for this episode. It's Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How you doing, Haley?
0: Great. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's been a bit of a hectic week in retail, but I somehow managed to score Black Friday off. So totally okay with that.
1: Definitely. And also, I'm not carrying around like Macho Man did, Miss Elizabeth. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's been going on with you, Haley? We'll start with you first, and I'll tell you what's up with me. Uh,
0: you know, I uh, you know wasn't expecting to be able to. Partake in the Black Friday deals this week yeah, this week, but uh you know I've got a couple finally upgraded my phone I went from a 6s to an x r which is a big jump in size, so that's gonna take some getting used to, but in doing so, I got a gift card from my store, picked up a Google home and some other stuff, but we'll talk about that later uh you know i've been uh just just been you know trying to grow that streaming audience and uh Nobody wants to join. I literally get like one viewer, and I'm pretty sure it's me monitoring my own chat on the site
1: <laughs> well let's get let's get to that a little bit for a second. Um do you have a specific time you chat you on stream?
0: uh not usually it's usually whenever I'm available, but usually I'll eat beforehand, so. In Eastern, it's probably around 7, maybe 4 o'clock for others. But sometimes it could be later than that, just depending on when I wake
1: up. See, we got to set you up a a specific streaming time so people can find you. Because half the time, like, I don't know when you stream. I know you do it. I don't even even see the message. Well, that's because I get so many damn messages during the day. But I hardly ever see the message. So that's kind of the thing.
0: Hey, I post it everywhere. I post it on Twitter. I post it on Facebook. I post it in our Discord. I post it in the... um, The... The Married to the Games Discord. I posted in a couple of the other ones I'm in. I, uh, you know, I posted on Tumblr once and nobody interacted with it. So, that feels like a place not to post it. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Let's do this then. Let everybody know your Twitch name. I think that's how it goes. Your Twitch name. So, they can just follow you. So, they get the messages that, hey, Haley is streaming right now. You can check it out right now.
0: Uh, Twitch.tv slash
1: Sounds simple enough. So anything else you got had planned this week? How was your Thanksgiving? Did you get any a lot of turkey or anything like that since you had Black Friday off? Did you even get to partake in any of the festivities of Thanksgiving?
0: Uh, No, our Thanksgiving was last month. Remember?
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot. God damn damn Canadians. It was was Black Friday.
0: It was just a regular day for us.
1: Yeah, I, I forget that Canada's weird. So, you just got to get in on Black Friday. Did you get anything in particular that you wanted besides the phone? And uh, Well, you sound a lot better, so we can get into that real quick. But, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, for those who don't know, I had been recording on a snowball, but uh, I picked up a Yeti. So, now we're talking, you know. I've, I've got, got, got a nice mic now. And, uh, also, I picked up this, which only Delvin will be able to see, but I'll explain what it is in a second.
1: Okay, that's cool. Explain what it is for those who don't know.
0: It is a graphic novel from the Archie Comics horror label called Vampironica. Uh, essentially, it's, uh, it's a universe where Veronica Lodge is uh, a vampire and hunting other vampires. And it's very good. And uh, I was finally able to get the graphic novel of it because I read it online a while ago, but now I wanted a copy of it. Uh it's very good. The Archie Horror label has some great stuff. Uh, for those who don't know, I love Archie comics, and yes, that includes Riverdale. Even though the show is a trash fire, but that's why you watch it because it's so bad, it's good.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad you mentioned that. This is not a like this wasn't planned at all. But my friend Rodney Barnes, he writes, He wrote for like a lot of comic books, like Falcon and the Boondocks Cartoon Series. He wrote the Wu Tang series. His comic book came out this week called Killer and it's really good. It's a really kind of a horror comic book that, if you like that type of stuff, it's really good. You should check it out. Killer is dope. I love it a lot. Different take on Philadelphia and the kind of vampire-type atmosphere of it. I really, I highly suggest checking out Killer by the way, so.
0: We'll definitely look into that. You know, um, it's... Sorry, this is a learning experience, because for those who don't know, the snowball didn't have a mute button. So, you know, now it does. So, now when I'm not talking, I mute my mic. Hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, horror, th- horror comic books aren't really my thing, but I'm still willing to check that out. I just, I really love vampires, and also Veronica Lodge is, like, queen, so...
1: Awesome, awesome. Oh, so let me get into mine. I am not used to Deb not being here and him telling his story, so I gotta get into what I did. Um Thanksgiving was what Thanksgiving. Went to my in laws' house and went to my grandmother's house and ate Thanksgiving with the family and stuff like that. It was cool, you know. Like I said, the real holiday for me is Black Friday. <laughs> so um this is this been I guess it's a weird year because everything that they had on sale, I already had because was, everything was so spaced out so much. And it wasn't nothing that really stood out. But I got a couple of cool deals. I got a um, the X... No, not the Xbox. What am I saying? The Genesis Mini was like $50. And I already have the Genesis Classic. But I, I went to try the Mini and see how, how different it is. I think the Mini has different games on it, too. So, I wanted to get that. So, I got that. That was cool. I got a lot of stuff from my kids for Christmas. I got most of their Christmas shopping. The way surprised. Because a lot of the things that they wanted was actually on sale for Black Friday. So, my son wanted a 3DS XL. And it was like a hundred bucks. So I got him that. And my daughter wanted um I had in time and some other games. So I got her that. So you know, everything was good. I I, I know people have like their reservations about Black Friday because how sometimes they get crazy, but a lot of times I've gone, it hasn't really been that bad. It's been mostly like busy, but you don't see people fighting in the streets and stuff stuff like that. Maybe I'm going at the wrong times. I even went on Thursday. And it was pretty much manageable. I guess maybe it's because what time I go. Because I never go when they first start opening up. I usually go like um, middle of the day or something like that. hours in it. But when I went, every place I went to on Thursday and Friday, while it was busy, it wasn't overbearing. And it wasn't like people were trying to trample you to get in and stuff like that. So it was, it was, it was an enjoyable experience. And the employees were just chilling for the most part. Like
0: As a, as a retail employee... What time did stores open on Thanksgiving?
1: Five o'clock. And that's not a joke.
0: That is ridiculous. Let retail employees have their holidays, please. I say this as somebody who gives up her holiday every day, every time it's a holiday here, because I need the pay. Because, I don't know if you saw the story this week about some Walmarts not giving holiday pay in the States. We don't do that here. You get holiday pay if you work the holiday or if you work to shift the day before and the day after the holiday. Like, that's how that works. You get the holiday pay. Um, Please let retail employees enjoy their holidays with their families, especially Thanksgiving and Christmas. Some of the other ones could be debatable, but, like, really, uh, I know that Walmart in New York opened at, like, 2 p.m., and was open until 1 a.m., closed, then opened again at, like, 6 a.m. So, like, that's nonsense. Just let people have the day. Sorry, did not mean to go off on another tangent, Don. Um, (laughs) You know,
1: I I understand that. um, When I used to work, not necessarily retail, I kind of, like, partially retail. I used to work in restaurants. I used to work in stuff like gas stations and stuff. I was a supervisor in those areas. I would always look at holidays because when you work in a restaurant and when you work in places like gas stations and stuff like that, like bigger gas stations, you work every holiday. So I would handle the situation like like Christmas. We'd work all day, but what I would do is I would schedule everybody to come in for like four-hour shifts so it wouldn't be as bad and kind of make it around their schedule just to make the employees know that, hey, man, it sucks. We all come here, do a little bit of time, get through it together, and it's super fast and you get to a little bit of holiday pay, you know. So it's always kind of, I would kind of look at those situations like if you know that employees have to work, why not try to make it a little better for them? You know, and I think that's where it, it gets lost in a lot of managers. Like, who wants to really spend eight, nine hours in a Walmart working all day on a day like Christmas or Thanksgiving when they want to spend time with their families?
0: I will say I don't work Christmas. That's the one holiday I won't work because... uh Probably a little TMI, but like a, a, you know, family of divorce here, so like I got two people to spend Christmas with. Getting up early to go to my dad's, then come back here, and then you know go to work after. I did that two years ago. That was nonsense. I was dead tired by the end of the night and like useless at work. So never doing that again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Christmas yeah.
1: is my favorite holiday. So I never work. I never like to work on Christmas. i At one point I had to work on Christmas, but never been my thing. So, um, do we have any questions this week? Any comments, concerns, anybody send us any messages? Because I didn't see anything.
0: No, uh, I didn't I didn't see that. Let me take a quick look while we're, you know, ramble for time.
1: Uh. <laughs> ramble for time. Like, I'll get into some of the um, news for the week for, since that. You know, um, did you see the photo of the, for those who don't know, a photo of the PS5 dev kits kind of leaked out. And this is not a new thing. This happened, like, multiple times, but people just thought it was BS because how atrocious it looked. Like, did you did you see the picture of it?
0: I Yeah, I saw it. Uh, it was floating around Twitter last night. Um, you know, uh, this is the first time we've seen an actual photo of it in the wild, though. Like, cause before it's just been all like the like the patent information and stuff for it. Um, it's actually really interesting, though, because in the photo behind them are PS4 dev kits. Because everybody's like going, oh, I really hope that isn't the final PS5 design. It's not going to be. If you look beside in the photo of the dev kits that's on Twitter right now, what's beside it are PS4 dev kits, and those things look butt ugly. Dev kits always look ugly, just because people leak things all the time. So you don't want to have the final design for your console as the dev kit, because then someone who's careless, because... You know when you're working on these things you sign nda's like they're gonna know who leaked this photo and they're gonna figure it out but people just don't care and leak things anyways so you never want your your like finalized design to be the also the design for the dev kit in the event that hey we haven't revealed the actual like what the box looks like yet you know we've given you some details on what's in the machine but hey, we don't have a design finalized yet. Here's a dev kit so you can at least have games ready for when the system launches. But if, you, if it's the same design as the final console, then someone could just leak it. Like this, for example.
1: Yeah, let me ask you this. And this is for those people who are kind of struck up on this and how it looks and stuff like that. If this was how the console looks, does it really matter?
0: Yes, it's butt ugly, and I would hate to have it on my entertainment unit.
1: Yeah, but we kind of just, the the aesthetics is true. It's ugly, but it's not going to stop. It's not going to deter you from buying a PS5. It's not going to be like, whoa, that console's ugly. I'm going to buy Xbox 2 or whatever it's called instead. You know what I mean?
0: Fair. But, I mean, like, it's so ugly. I don't even think it would fit under my TV because I don't, I live in an apartment i can't mount my tv to the wall not to mention i'm pretty sure my specific tv does not have the ability to be mounted to the wall um we're not allowed to drill holes or whatnot so like i can't mount it to the wall so i'm not sure the design of the current dev kit would fit under my tv like i have my playstation 4 pro and my xbox one and s there now uh the xbox one s is cutting it like it touches the bottom of the tv Whereas the Pro has some space, this Dev Kit doesn't look like it would fit at all.
1: Yeah, I, I, the thing about these systems is that, Inflation has gotten really good about making the system kind of get smaller. Like the PS Four, with the exception of the um, the Pro, it's a pretty nice, small size console. It's not too big. It's not too small. Well, the Xbox One has always kind of been the bulkier console, even the um. The Xbox One in general, not the the, way you have the Duke, which is kind of a big, awkward console. Then you had the 360, which was a decent size, but it was kind of still big and unwieldy a little bit. And then you got the one that looks like a VCR.
0: Well, the original one looked like a VCR. Yeah. The one now doesn't. Like the One S and the Xbox X- One X don't really look like VCRs. They look great. They look like sh- yeah, they look like streamlined Blu-ray players. Granted, the One S is still a little too bulky for my liking, but I will say, really wish I could have got my hands on one of those Gears Xbox One Xs because they um they have a different noise when they turn on. It's kind of like the Taco Bell Xboxes. Uh, they make the 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 live moss noise when you turn them on, the uh, the Gears one makes a chainsaw sound.
1: Oh, I didn't know. That's pretty cool. I did not I did not yeah. know that at all. I think that's a cool aspect of it. I didn't know that the Taco Bell would make the live moss noise either. I thought that was... That's pretty cool that they do that. I wish more consoles did stuff like that. Like, if like let's say if you bought a Spider-Man edition PS4 Pro, you turn it on, it makes a Spider-Man web shooting sound or something like that. I like those type of little aspects of systems that make them unique. I would like to see more of that, to be honest with you.
0: So would I. It's it's very cool. It's like um, the, like, some of the, uh, specialty editions of the PS4 were butt ugly. I'm looking at you, Kingdom Hearts edition of the PS4 because that was nonsense. The only one like PS4 wise, I think that's looked even remotely good. It was the uh, the Kratos axe one. That was a good design. Yeah, it looked but. Good. Ever everything else aside from the Death Stranding one looks cool, but it's white and uh, just looks like it would attract a lot of dust.
1: Yeah, I, I wanted one of those, but the thing about it is, when you have a pearl already, you're like, do I want to buy another one instead and just just replace it? And I'm like, ne- never mind. I'd rather just put a skin on mine and call it a day. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: If I could have gotten my hands on one of those Spider-Man PS4s, I would have. But uh, alas, it was like 600 bucks here. Canada sucks.
1: Yes, we know. <laughs> Why don't they just sell the shells or like the plates for it so you can just customize it yourself in terms of that? Places would probably make a fortune if they did something like that. And they sold like, here, you can just buy this shell for it and customize your own PS4. Not necessarily when they released the Spider-Man PS4, obviously, but hey, maybe a year or so down the line. Hey, if you, if you want to customize your PS4 like that, here's the shell for the system. You can kind of do it yourself. And they just charge re- absorb an absorbent amount of money for it. Like, $400, here you go, here's the show.
0: Uh, I think it's more of, like, a, a copyright thing, to be honest. Because, yeah, they have the license to sell the Spider-Man PS4 Pro uh, via Marvel in their partnership. But I don't think they would have the the license forever. So selling custom plates of, like, hey, here's a plate for your PS4 that looks like, you know, the, the Spider-Man logo. Although slightly alterized so that people who have their Spider-Man Edition don't feel so slighted by you know the fact that hey, I bought this limited edition console But now people are just buying plates and making their console look like it. Um It's the same thing with like uh, the reason why movies leave Netflix or TV shows leave Netflix It's like a, a rights issue along with the fact that Granted looking at the ps4 pro the internal features of it like the 4k video uh, streaming and stuff like that and HDR, which is also available on the standard PS4, we know, but like the the console's already bulky enough, selling custom plates I don't know if it would make it bulkier, if you're meaning like switch at the top, because the, the systems really aren't designed for that
1: Yeah, I agree, I think I, I like the fact that the old PS4 had the thing where you could just buy face plates they didn't sell that many of which was ridiculous, but you can kind of take the face plate off and put a new one in if you wanted to, just to give your PS4 a different feel to it. I wish they did that more.
0: I didn't even know that was a thing, if I'm yeah. being honest with you. Yeah, now, so. um, they they
1: have, like, different faceplates for the original PS4 that you can take off it of. You can order custom out. Like, my son, I order, his PS4 has a gold faceplate on the top part of it.
0: Like, are we talking where the hard drive is? Or, yes. like, the entire... Okay. Yeah,
1: okay. where the hard drive is.
0: Okay. That that's different. I thought you meant like the entire top of it. Like, oh no, no, no.
1: Just the, just the what hard yeah. drive is. It's a cool yeah. Cool little fun aspect you can do to it.
0: Yeah, that I knew, but I didn't know that they were like you know, they sold different colors or whatnot. So
1: Yeah. All right, let's get to the other news. Um the PS four game of the plus game of the months for this month. It, they got I think they got two good ones here. They got um Titanfall two, um, and Firewall Zero Hour, which are two good ones uh, I think, you know if you have um, Titan-
0: Titanfall <laughs> 2 made, made by Respawn, of course, the developers of Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, never played Titanfall 2. Did play Titanfall 1, so, you know.
1: Titanfall 2 is really uh, good. Firewall Zero Hour was a really good one to have for people. You know, that's a PSVR game. I'm glad they're adding those in there. And then a little head-scratcher here, because there's a third game. I didn't mention it first because I said two good games and one kind of head-scratcher. Monster Energy Supercross.
0: Yeah, I didn't even know Firewall, like, I I only saw the, um, the Monster Energy Supercross and, um, and Titanfall 2 as the games. I did not know that they were adding Firewall Zero Hour. I don't have VR. Uh, kudos to those who do. Um, but, yeah, what the heck is this? Like, we had the Monster Energy (laughs) promos in Death Stranding, I might add, and now we, uh, we got, we got these, uh... These racing games with monster energy.
1: Yeah, it's super weird that they added that in there because it's not something that I think people would be clamming for. Them. But then again, I think it's one, it's a free game, so that's a good thing. And two, the Metacritic is pretty decent for it. I think it's like 67 or something like that, so might be something to just look at it and just have a little little bit of fun with.
0: If that trophy list is atrocious, it's not being downloaded on my system. Yes, I'm that
1: person. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. Um. the The final news we got for today is um. We got PS Five controller info. Did you see this already?
0: Uh. For those who don't know, I edited the show list this week, so I've seen every story that's in here. Uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's theater of the mind, Haley. <laughs>
0: I know. I know. A- edit that out, then. That's fine. Um. Y- y- you know. Um. Really, the only thing of note here, to be honest, is that. People are asking whether the light bar is gonna be removed or made smaller because the photo that was you know teased had a smaller light bar and honestly, I think it's just black tape covering the ends of it. Um, for those who don't know because the PlayStation magazine was discontinued here in Canada so we don't have the option but I know the UK one will sometimes uh, include little stickers you can put over the light bar to give it like custom designs. Um, but doing that, makes it so the playstation camera can't recognize your controller um so unless they're gonna figure out a different way for their vr headsets to track the camera i don't think the light bar is gonna disappear now if they give you the option to turn it off for those who don't like having it on so as to make the battery life on their controller longer that would be fantastic because the battery life right now it's not even worth it for me to take my controller off of um the
1: charging cable. Yeah, that especially battery like you're Using your headset, that battery life was a little rough, and I, I don't like. I say a lot of people mind the light bar. I didn't really mind it at all. I thought it was just it was okay. You know, it doesn't bother me that much. You know people said that the the light kind of was like distracting when you're playing games, especially at night and stuff like that. They added a function where you can kind of dim it really low, which is good. I know. That I just look at the situation like, well, you know. You kind of need set, you kind of need the light bar to play a lot of new PS4 games in terms of how they have the motions and things like that. So it doesn't bother me. They going to keep it on there. I, I personally like the PS4 controller the way it is. I don't think they need to make any adjustments or changes to it. I know people kind of like say maybe change the share button or the options button or something like that. But that stuff's not really a big deal. As long as I can play the games that I want to play, how I want to play them, I never had a problem with it at all
0: uh yeah i mean that's fair um my favorite use of the light bar though is um i did not make it far and i'm not sure i'll ever go back to it but i tried the last of us on grounded mode and for those who don't know what grounded mode does it's essentially uh survivor so you don't have listening mode but grounded adds the added difficulty of even less supplies oh and we're hiding the ui on you now you don't know how much ammo you have or how much health you have good luck. Um. Except, spoiler alert, the controller tells you what your health is. The light bar changes color based on what your health is at.
1: I like those little factors in games. I like when they do stuff like that, when the light bar changes colors and lets you know you're weak. Or it flashes when you're near something. I think those are cool. Like um, the, the whole Death Stranding thing with the controller, Uh, the baby makes cries through the controller and stuff like that. I, I think that's cool, uh, fun aspects that keep you immersed in the game. So I like when they do stuff get- just like that.
0: I gotta say that that's that would be absolutely terrifying to be holding the controller in my hands and just hear a baby screaming through the, the 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 microphone on it. Now, of course, if you wear wire like if you wear a headset, it's it turns the mic off, like the speaker on the controller off, and you just hear it through the headset, anyways, which would be slightly less obnoxious and terrifying than hearing it come through the speaker on your controller because that's a little weird, um, you know, but. Personally, uh, I'm more concerned with how uh, the touchpad is going to work on the PS5. Are developers going to integrate it more? Because right now, I think the only game I ever saw used the touchpad in a way that wasn't just, hey, this is how you open your inventory or your map screen. Aside from Days Gone, which had like the four-way, hey, swipe one way you get the map, swipe one way you get the skills, swipe one way you get crafting ingredients, and one way you get the map. Stuff like that. Uh, was infamous second son when you did the spray painting because it would ask you to turn the controller on its side shake it to make the spray can work and then you'd use the uh, The touchpad to swipe in the direction it, it asked you to and it was really good uh, For those who don't know also infamous second son was my first platinum on ps4. So
1: my my first Platinum on ps4. I think it's a great game Um. I, I like the touchpad a lot. I think they should do more stuff with it. I wish that more companies, I wish Sony would even do more stuff with the touchpad to make you see the great uses for it. Because all it is is just an extra button you can add stuff onto, you can do more things where you can app, make the experience more immersed. So I don't. I know people kind of have like, oh, just take it off or oh, just do this. No, just maybe do something with it so people can understand how important it is. Sometimes you have to show people the coolness of your product, and I think that's one of Sony's biggest pro- problems, is they will come up with something that is innovative and cool, gets you hyped about it, then they do nothing with it. Like um, PS Vita. Vita's a cool console in many ways, but because they didn't get the reaction they wanted to get with it, well, let it die. They did nothing else with it.
0: Long live Vita. If somebody has an extra one they'd like to sell me, I will gladly buy it off of them.
1: There you go. Hell yeah, if you got an extra Vita, because Vita is dope. Vita is an awesome console, very high, highly underrated and highly underutilized. I feel like that console had a lot more to give. But this is not a Vita podcast. <laughs> so um, Greg
0: Miller would hate you for that comment. <laughs> yeah, that also, is. True. Also, on a slight tangent, did you see his tweet last night?
1: No, I didn't. Which one are you talking about?
0: He literally tweeted Trophy Hunting is good for the soul. That's
1: that's Greg Miller. <laughs> that's a, that should be put on that man's tombstone after he passes away. <laughs> All right, um let's get to the discussion topic of the week. What have you been playing so far this week, Haley? Because it's not that much news you want to really discuss because it's a holiday weekend, you know. Everybody's kinda doing their thing. So what have you been playing for the holiday weekend?
0: Well, for starters, uh, last week we were talking about how I would get. I was working on the Platinum for Jedi Fallen Order. So, right after we finished recording that night, I got the Platinum. That's good. So, then I went back to Hitman 2 uh, and, you know, started working on some stuff there because it's a game I go back to every once in a while. I don't play it straight through, you know, it's great to, like, decompress and stuff like that. I was working on some of, like, the. Uh, S- sniper assassin modes. Like they're not full levels. They're just like a hey, you're perched in a specific spot on the map and you have to like eliminate enemies. It's uh it's pretty fun. And then uh I've been streaming Resident Evil 2 on hardcore with Leon. Now, for those who would like to tune into my streams, we are going to finish it. I got the first part is up on my uh YouTube channel right now. It's about three hours. Uh it is a bit trivialized by the fact that I have an infinite ammo rocket launcher, because I was the cheapo who paid five bucks to unlock all the, you know, stuff that you get for beating the challenges and stuff. So, uh, you know, there's that. Makes hardcore <laughs> mode super easy when I can defeat every enemy before they have a chance to touch uh, me.
1: Hold on, let me ask you a question. You can, you can buy this stuff in advance and have it for the game, like, you don't have to beat the game first to get access to this stuff?
0: So, for the way it works, um, yes, that is an option you could do now, but when the game released, it was not. Uh, the way to get the Infinite Ammo Rocket Launcher, if you're playing as Leon, or, uh, like, unlocking them, uh, requires specific requirements. Um, to unlock the Infinite Ammo Rocket Launcher through regular gameplay, you need to beat the game on hardcore... Without using any of the infinite ammo weapons. With a rank of S+. Now. Hardcore. Reduces the amount of time you can get an S rank in. Uh, A standard S rank in. uh, Regular gameplay. I believe is 3 hours. And that's it. Like that's what you need to beat. The hardcore S rank. Is 2 hours and 30 minutes. I believe. Um. So, you need to beat the game in that amount of time, without using any infinite ammo weapons, and only having saved three times. That, like, a maximum of three times. Which, for those who don't know, to save on hardcore, you need to use ink ribbons, and autosave is disabled. So, if you've saved, and then you die, you go back to where you were. Like, you lose your progress. So, now the game gives you enough ribbons that you can save frequently but if you want that S plus you can only save three times um but then a couple months back they released the DLC pack which was just like a a cheats pack that unlocks all this stuff um the way to unlock the infinite ammo minigun is by playing as Claire um on the um in the same circumstances um I already have the trophy for beating the game with Claire on Hardcore. I also use the Infinite Ammo Rocket Launcher there. Um, it's very handy. Um, it kills everything in pretty much one shot. It's very nice. Except bosses. Uh, it takes a couple on Birkin in his first stage, and then it, you know, as it goes on. Uh, it's very good. Um, except now I'm at the point on my Leon playthrough where I have to play as Ada. Um, i don't really want to spoil how the game works there's a there's a section of the game where if you're playing as leon you end up playing as ada for a little bit or if you're playing as uh, claire you end up playing as sherry birkin for a little bit um the sherry birkin section of the game doesn't really have combat you just need to avoid enemies um but the ada section does have combat also includes mr x Which, when you've gone from having a weapon with infinite ammo, uh, to, uh, a section of the game where you need to activate things to get through the level, and you're then dealing with Mr. X, uh, makes things a little hard, so I was stuck there for about half an hour on my last stream. So, probably going to stream, of course we're recording this on Sunday, but later tonight, and try to beat it. Um, and then, that's about what I've been playing. Now, of course, I'm thinking of picking some stuff up that's on sale this week, but uh, we'll talk about that after we find out what you've been playing.
1: Um, one X go give it to you. Had to say that. <laughs> and um,
0: that was the greatest meme to have come out out of this remake. I might add. Yes,
1: I love that. The song, worst I love thing that to have
0: co- the worst thing to have come out of it was, uh, you know, people modding it so that it's just Mr. X wearing a speedo.
1: I didn't see that. That's horrifying. <laughs> also, um, it's
0: it's made even better by the fact that the Speedo has the Umbrella Corporation logo on it.
1: <laughs> that is something <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> but um, I've been playing Death Stranding. And the crazy thing about it is I've been playing it for, I got to play a lot of it. Not very far on it, which is crazy because I've been playing a lot of it, but I'm not very far because it's fascinating because, you know, It's one of those games that's just enthralling, like just going through the world and trying to building stuff.
0: I'm sorry, my mic was muted when I asked that question. How no, many one, times have you died, sir?
1: Um, once. And I'll get to that right now. Um, It's cool walking around the world. Like, um, One of the things I found cool was I found a bike early in the game, so I figured, oh, let me just use the bike. This will help me get through the world a lot faster in the beginning levels of the game when you start trying to build stuff the bike is not helpful at all like uh, because there's so many like valleys and creeks that the bike can't go into And it actually messed me up because there's this one part where you have to make this long trip to almost to the other side of the map so i said let me take the bike and stack all this stuff up on there so I can make um, this journey a lot easier. So I stacked all the stuff up on the bike. Riding through the area and stuff like that. Then I ran up onto some um, BTs. Those are the, um, the monsters in the game and stuff. So I'm like, <clears throat> shoot. The bike makes noise automatically. So I can't. And I don't want to leave the bike here because all the stuff is on the bike. So let me just drive through it. So I'm driving through this area. i driving through most of the BTs and stuff like that easily, then the bike gets stuck on a rock, and the BTs catch me, and this is something I didn't know, I thought, you know, when the I thought when the BTs, this is not a spoiler, scene, this is just gameplay, I thought when the BTs catch you, it was kind of like, okay, you have to end up fighting them, or it's game over, or something like that, and they give you this cool sequence, where they pull you down, and drag you across, and then they come, I guess they come out into the world, and it's such a unique, cool thing, where you have to fight them, and stuff like that. And this is when they give you something where you can combat the BTs and stuff like that. You can either run or fight. So I tried to fight them and then I lost in that area.
0: How big was the crater?
1: Yeah, okay. That's, that's not a... I guess that's not a spoiler. Anytime you lose a battle to the BTs, you you basically explode and create like a huge crater and it's... It messes up. It messes up your gameplay in terms of like... It's just this whole area that you really can't access for you being careless. And I think that's an awesome aspect of the game. Like I had a huge crater that I created because this, me messing up. And I just re- and the thing about it is I could not go around that area. I had to figure out a way to go around that area and not take my bike there. Because taking a bike there makes it a lot harder.
0: The only reason I even know that you crater is a there was a trailer featuring it like way back when the game was announced, but B is because I was on Reddit last night and I saw a video of, a, of uh, a gentleman who was playing the game. He was just walking along minding his own business and a random NPC got caught by the BTs and it he was too close to it. So it caused a void out, which is, I guess, like the yes. game making you restart your current like section or whatnot, like load your most recent save. but that what you're describing is different. But my main point here is, for those who haven't played Death Stranding or haven't been following it, explain what you mean by, like, building stuff.
1: Okay. The whole game is essentially about this. I'm not going to give the stories plus spoilers or anything like that a plot, but you're trying to reconnect America to a network and make them all, because of this whole situation that happened, you're trying to reconnect America to each other. So you have to go around building literal bridges (laughs) <laughs> and and like roads and stuff across the country so that each side of the country can communicate with each other and figure things out and help each other get past these BTs and stuff like that because the world's kind of like a desolated world and stuff like that. Civilization has basically died off of a but we can't connect to each other anymore so your job is as a bridger you have to kind of build these areas for people to go through and kind of like surviving. You're, you're basically rebuilding civilization in a sense. It's a real cool concept for a game. I want to get more into the details of it. I want to tell what the baby is for, because the baby is a cool aspect of it. But I like the concept of the game. It's very kojima I like the fact that they've gone back to some of the things that made the Kojima games fun in terms of like, this game is weird. This game is unique. This game is not like anything that's on the market right now. And I think that's cool. I think that's acceptable. I think that's something that we really need in this time where even a game that I love, Jedi Fallen Order, what I played a little this week you know it's still like it's kind of like Dark Souls light it's great but it's Dark Souls light you know everything with everything being so same seeing right now it's cool to play something like this that's so unique and so different
0: definitely uh I only had to turn the difficulty down so for Jedi Fallen Order I was playing on Jedi Knight um I tried Master but like I was just not getting the timing right. So I, I switched it down to Jedi Knight. I had no shame in that. But for the fight against one of the enemies, I had to turn the difficulty down to story mode to even get it. And that felt, you know, not great. But, you know, I beat it, then put the difficulty back up and just, you know, started doing it. Of course, when I was working on Platinum Cleanup, I just turned the difficulty down to story mode. So it made Platinum Cleanup easier. But it, it's definitely Dark Souls Light, which gets me into Do you have more to say about Death Stranding before we get to. Oh, no, I'm, I'm
1: done. I'm going to talk about Jedi Fallen Order, too. So you, you go ahead and see what you're going to say about Jedi Fallen Order because I, I got uh, a little bit further it's... than that.
0: It's just I was going to make a comparison to a game I'm thinking of picking up. So I want to hear your stuff first before we get into, like, things we were thinking of picking up or picked up, et cetera.
1: Um, No, I I got off that first planet finally, which is a good thing. And I realized that the world opens up a lot more when you get off that first planet. So that's cool. And it gives you, like, you can go here or you can go here. I think that's a cool aspect of the game. I like that it's so diverse in that way. And I feel like this is one of those games that, Unlike the Dark Souls game, you want to, you want to see the story of this game. So I don't know if that Dark Souls hard formula works for this game. I'm still playing it, trying to figure it out, yes and no yet. But I I think that this game would be a lot more enjoyable if it wasn't so hard in certain terms of terms of that. Not, not saying it's as hard as Dark Souls, but this game has a story that you want to hear, you want to see, you want to play and see out. But I think because it has that, okay, you can play it like. Dark Souls difficulty, difficulty... I'm losing how to talk right now. That you kind of... Some people will kind of be turned off from that. So I, I want to kind of say that the game probably should... Default at story mode almost.
0: Well, the way, the way the difficulty system works is you choose it before you even load the game up. Yeah. It's not even like... It doesn't like start the game and then ask you to pick when you start it. Like, before you even pick your or like start the like tutorial or whatnot which by the way no story spoilers but the way this game opens with that like you know zoom through of the the planet or whatnot very fantastic um plus the music that's playing there awesome um but before you even get to like the tutorial and like the first mission and what starts the story moving is like it it's like hey pick your difficulty. And then you pick it and then it brings you in. Uh, you can't just like start the game and like change it. Now you can change the difficulty anytime you want from the menus. But yeah, I, I kind of feel you. Um I don't know. It's it's more of like for those who want it, the difficulty is there. Now the great thing is when you pick your difficulty, it tells you what changing the difficulty does. Like it shows you beside like the difficulty level, like, hey, this is how much time you have to uh, Perry, this is how much incoming damage you'll receive, this is how much enemy health, right, like, it's very nice.
1: I agree, I, um, I, I like the game a lot, but I don't want to get too far into it right now, because I want to really get into Death Stranding's world, and kind of be like, I want to be into this world right now of Death Stranding and get the whole story, so when I get the Jedi Fallen Order, I want to be able to just lose myself into that world, I feel like, A lot of times, a lot of these games, we kind of get to this kind of folk where we just, let's play this game. Let's play this game. Let's play this game. I want to play as much as I can right now. And right now, I kind of feel like I don't want to do that. I want to just get into a game and just enjoy it.
0: Last November was awful for that. This one is a little easier. But yeah, usually these fall months are just packed with games and you need to pick and choose what you're going to play. Um, Which brings me to like, The point of like i'm thinking of picking some stuff up on the store i see concrete genies on sale right now so looking at that um kind of interested in code vein which i know i rap on like like i i make fun of weeb nonsense all the time i'm well aware that game is very weeb but it's also about like revenants and vampires and that's my jam so kind of thinking about that i don't know there's some stuff in there i'm looking at Man, that sale on Modern Warfare though is not a sale. I (laughs) hey, here's seventeen percent off of this game. Mm, Thanks. Well,
1: well, you you know it's like the biggest selling game right now, so they don't have to do that. That's the whole thing about it. When you're the king of the mountain, hey, it's it's like we don't have to do that, but we're just gonna throw you guys some pennies. (laughs) No, no, no. It's it's
0: it's not the fact that it's not a decent sale on it. It's the fact that the percentage of the sale is so random. Yeah. Like, normally it would be like 15%, 10%. I don't think I've ever seen a game go, hey, here's 17% off our game.
1: Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me ask you a random question. Since yeah. you're talking about the wee nonsense. Do you watch My Hero Academia? I do not watch anime, sir. I, I know that, but if you want to watch anime, I think this would you would actually like.
0: Actually, I need to admit something. I, there is only one anime I've watched. It's called *Hell Ultimate*, and uh, essentially, it's a uh, vampires fighting Nazis. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Um, that was pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm. But I think you would uh, like *My Hero Academia* a lot.
0: I don't really want to watch anime, so probably not gonna do that. Appreciate the Look, recommendation. I'll tell you
1: though. why you like this one. Because it's literally. I,
0: I know it. I know it's superheroes. I know yeah. they all have powers. Still not my thing though. Um. Definitely excited for something coming out on Friday, though. Um, This is not at all related to video games, so, again, apologize for the tangent, Donnie. Um, He'll be alright. <laughs> v, uh, v Wars is coming out on Friday on Netflix. Super excited for that. Got uh, Ian Somerhalder, who played uh, Damon Salvatore in The Vampire Diaries in it. Uh, And this time he's playing a vampire hunter, not a vampire.
1: I was so. just going to ask, what the heck is V Wars?
0: It's uh essentially... Uh, a a world where, like, an infection starts to spread and it's turning people into vampires, but, like, each strain is kind of different, so, like, some vampires have different abilities than others. I don't know, it's very cool, very exciting. First season releases on on Friday on Netflix, so... Very, very excited for that. I don't know. Uh, what'd you get on Black Friday, sir, for yourself? Because I know you mentioned you got... All your Christmas shopping done for your, your family.
1: Not much, but really. I got um, I got a bunch of DVDs. Like um, I got um, Overlord. I got Rick and Morty season one for like five bucks. I got um, the last season of the Flash for like five bucks. I got a whole bunch of DVDs and Blu-rays. I like watching Blu-rays when I have in my downtime and stuff like that. So I got a whole like you know Walmart has this thing where they just put a whole bunch of <laughs> Blu-rays and DVDs in a box, almost like a trough. Like hey, just. Go through that and see what you find. you probably get a deal on it. So it's cool to go through that type of stuff, but it's so much junk in there. You're like, oh, God. Why you guys could just organize this a little better for us to go through and find it?
0: Actually, uh, speaking of last night, I just ordered a very awesome Funko Pop. I could not get my hands on in town. I had to order it from Amazon. I don't know if you've heard of the show Winona Earp. Yes, I have. Yeah, so they finally released a Funko Pop for her. So I had to order it from Amazon last night because I can't find it here in town. So,
1: oh, that's cool. That is yeah. really cool.
0: Yeah. So that was like fifteen bucks. So that's not too bad. Um, you know, there's a bunch of stuff I, uh, I- I'm looking at, and I, uh, you know, there's still those Cyber Monday deals, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's it's very interesting to see the way the deals work here in Canada because they're, you know, we're still paying more, but like uh for those who don't know the way i watch my tv is i'll buy things on google play and then just watch them on youtube because a then i'm not dealing with commercials and b it's far easier and i used to buy them on the playstation video store but um like i mentioned last week uh they don't have subtitles and i very much enjoy having subtitles so that's my workaround for that but uh, i expected them to have a a bit of like a tv sale on like hey here's black friday but not very good deals. It's like, hey, here's T V shows from uh from four ninety nine. And literally one of the things is four ninety nine and the rest are all like fifteen ninety nine.
1: Yeah, I, I saw a lot of that too. But you no, know, a lot of stuff they had that I wanted was pretty cheap, like ten dollars, five dollars. So it was a lot of good deals out there. Speaking of good deals, dropping but, this week on the PlayStation oh. store.
0: Oh, hold on, sir, before we get to that. I will say, I was looking at the Google Play Store last night. I do not own my favorite TV show of all time, Smallville on it. To buy all 10 seasons, it would cost me $200. Don't
1: do that. Just buy the DVDs.
0: That, that, that is ridiculous. I own all the DVDs. I would like consistently easy access, though, sir.
1: <laughs> this is a, a PlayStation podcast for everybody, so I'm going to keep my... Perfect jokes to myself on easy access.
0: <laughs> wow. Uh, that's that's all I have to say. That's inappropriate. This is a PlayStation podcast, sir. I uh I just for those who don't know, I buy all my games digital and I've gotten to the point where it's like, I don't really want to get up to switch and put a DVD in. Although I say that and I have the Vampire Diaries season four in my PlayStation right now. Um I own Smallville on DVD, I just really don't like the quality of the DVDs, they're not that great, so buying them uh, on uh, Google Play would give me the HD version of the show, which is very nice, and better quality than the DVD, because those are in standard definition. So
1: Yeah, I get that. I got some yeah. of their seasons on uh, Blu-ray, so yeah, I can understand that completely. Now, let's get into this drop, baby! The games that are coming out this week, a couple of big ones coming out this week. One is kind of interesting, which I didn't know was even coming out this so soon. So on the drop this week, it's probably going to be, if you're listening to this episode of the podcast, this drop, this one I already have dropped, if I'm correct. So, Notable Games is Ancestors, A Humankind Odyssey, which I didn't know was coming out this soon. So do you have any ideas or thoughts about this game, Haley?
0: Uh, all I know is that it's made by, like, the original creator of Assassin's Creed. So, there's that. Um, definitely not interested in it, though. Like, the concept is cool, but it's just not my thing.
1: Yeah, me too. I feel the kind of same way about it. Arise is also a notable game this week that I know nothing about. You know anything about Arise?
0: Uh, I do not. I just, I've seen it advertised on the PlayStation blog a lot lately, so I figured drop it in the notables.
1: Okay. And this one I kind of know a lot about. Which I was surprised to see them coming to PS4. The B- Blair Witch game. Have you played this, Haley?
0: I have not. I know it's on Xbox Game Pass, but, uh, you know. I'm I'm the nerd who downloads things on Xbox Game Pass, but because I consistently play on PlayStation all the time, I'm just like, I should go play that. It's like, I still haven't finished Gears 5. I know how it ends, because people can't be respectful and not spoil things. Um, of not, course. Of course, again, I'm not going to spoil anything here. Um... I Like, I just downloaded After Party on Xbox Game Pass last night. Did I start it up? No. I literally turned my <laughs> Xbox off to let it yeah. finish installing and then went and started watching, uh, you know, The Avengers on Disney Plus. So, you, you know, there's that. Um, hello, the fourth chair probably just made her appearance. Don't know if you could hear yes. the cat. Um,
1: I can hear the cat. The fourth chair is, is in the building.
0: Hi, sir. <laughs> but, um... um I-
1: I played the Blair Witch game it's really good it's really good it's really scary it's really atmospheric horror if you like those type of games I think it's not that expensive I remember it was like 15 maybe no, it was 24 dollars if I remember correctly it's a really nice fun experience for a video game I highly recommend it I wish I would have known that it was coming on PS4 then I probably would just waited till it came on PS4 to buy my Xbox One X or anything like that because I don't play my Xbox that much so it's a little bit harder for me to get to that to start the Xbox in Terms of that, but I'm I've, I've very happy for those PS4 fans who have not played this game yet to try it out.
0: I'm definitely interested. I mean, I saw the original Blair Witch movie, but but like, I don't know. I'm it was weird to see them reveal this game at like E3 and now it's on PlayStation, so it's weird. Yeah,
1: it, it definitely is. I thought it was an exclusive, but it turns out it, it was just a time exclusive, which is good. I, I like when. I like time exclusives, I know people have problems with time exclusives and stuff like that, but I'd rather get the game, than not get the game at all, (laughs) you know what I mean?
0: I definitely know what you mean. That's like, uh, I don't know, like, there's, there's so many games that, like, are on Xbox as exclusives that I feel would have done better as timed exclusives. I'm looking at you, Sunset Overdrive. Sony, you now own the rights. Please negotiate with Microsoft to release that game on PlayStation 4. Because I will gladly go through and get all the achievements again.
1: <laughs> That'd be a nice game to kind of bring back on PS4 and like and and then just announce, hey, we have a sequel coming out too. I would die. And I think that I think that's one of those games they probably could do something like that with. So hopefully we'll see that. Any more final thoughts you have to say about Blair Witch or anything like that, Haley? Uh,
0: no, you know, it's, uh it, like we said, it's a short week and Dev's out sick, so it's going to be a bit of a shorter show, but, you know, it's...
1: I think we're actually longer than we usually go. So. <laughs> uh,
0: we are definitely not. I'm literally reading 52 minutes right now. And, um, oh, so we're,
1: we're right on time then.
0: Last week's show was an hour and 20 minutes. so
1: That's because we just kept blabbing.
0: <laughs> so there, there won't be as many tangents this week, you know, keep on track. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's a bit of a slow news week, like we said at the start. It's uh, It's a holiday week. There's not much going on. So, you know.
1: So definitely. So that's going to do it for Episode 8 of the PlayStation Experience Podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself feel free to holler at us and give us a follow at the Twitters at PlayStation XP or stop by the PSVG Discord and join us in some of the shen- shenanigans there. You know, maybe I'll be in there, maybe not. You'll probably see me in there. I'll say hi to dump out. You know, then you'll hear Haley talk about some crazy stuff and you'll see Dev in there yelling at Donnie because that's how that usually goes. So let me know what you're working on, Haley.
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at ShepardZarrell. Um, and you can find me everywhere else at Haley Zarel. This includes Instagram where I am posting more often now. Um and twitch.tv slash Haley I stream whenever I'm not at work. The only day I am not uh working this week is coincidentally the uh day this releases. Uh Wednesday is my only day off this week. So <clears throat> I'm probably going to stream something on uh on Wednesday night, who knows? Maybe it'll be Concrete Genie or Code Vein or something like that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, other than that, the only thing I've really got going on is uh, today, Sunday, I'm going to attempt to finish uh, my hardcore run with Leon. Hope that goes well. And then I'm going to start for Survivor because they're literally the two trophies I have left to get that platinum for Resident Evil 2.
1: Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Delvin underscore Cox. Check out the Delvin Cox experience wherever you get podcasts. Also, check out Games We Don't Play, I'm on with Chalfie, wherever you get podcasts. Also, check out the Skyward cast with me and Joey Craig, wherever you get podcasts. I on a lot of other podcasts, but that's not neither here nor there at the moment in time. We're here to talk about PlayStation and PSVG, baby, so make sure you support all the PSVG podcasts on their network. The network's awesome. A great group of people on the network, you know, just Donnie, Carol, everybody everybody's on there, supporting this community. It's awesome. I love being on it great experience
0: i will say please come join the discord and stop the playstation channel from being the overwatch league news channel because that's that's getting frequently you know uh i don't (laughs) want to i don't want to say annoying but it's kind of annoying it's the playstation channel (laughs) i feel like we should kind of have an overwatch league news channel um i mean we have a frozen two spoilers channel so i think we could work that out come on guys Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) And with that said, long live play.